What's up, what's up, what's up, folks? It's your boy, Jay, and my beautiful wife. It's Sherelle. And we bringing you I Take The Marriage Podcast, episode three. Three. Yeah, I mean, so uh, first thing I want to do, I want to dedicate this show to my young boy, Malik, from Thompson Street. Uh, may Allah forgive him for his sins and uh, grant him paradise. I mean, uh, passed away recently. My young boy from, like I said, Thompson Street, I seen him grow up. So, you know, my condolences to the family. And, uh, you know, I just uh, pray that he may get to paradise. Uh, other than that, we're really excited. We've been getting a lot of great feedback great from everybody. Great feedback from everybody. Um, again, we want to thank everybody for listening, for tuning in. Um, and giving us your feedback again. Don't forget to submit some ideas that you would like to hear on the show. Um, to give us some um future topics, I think that'll be good. Some other things you want to hear. We got a list of topics, but um, it would be nice to hear from you guys of what you want to hear. Sounds good. Send it to us on our Instagram. I take the uh, Instagram. Uh, we're also on Facebook and. I think that's all the platforms we're on right now. Right now, we just on Facebook and Instagram. I take the podcast, uh, underscore between the words. I take the podcast at Yahoo is the email. Um, right now, we are, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? You can listen to us on <laughs> Spotify, Spreaker.com, Anchor.com. Uh, Google Podcast, we just got approved for Apple Podcast. Apple Podcast, and we still waiting for Our Heart Radio. So, you know, we out here, we gaining momentum. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's loving us. We loving y'all. You know, so today, so wait, let me take it back real quick. So, we about to, every week when we do the new episode, probably Tuesday or Wednesday, we're going to put out the question of the day. The question of the day is going to either be all or part of what the next topic of the show is going to be. So, for your listening pleasure, because a lot of people say that they like the show, but they want to know when we're going to get into the juice. Right. When we're going to get into the dirt, you know. So, we're going, we're going, we're going to take it back. You know, we're going to talk about the big T today. The big T. Yeah, trick them on this. It's like, no, so listen, listen, I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking. <laughs> trust, trust, trust. Ladies and gentlemen, today's show is about trust. trust. That's a big topic. I think that's like, as a, a saying says, trust is what uh, is like the glue that holds relationships together. So it is very, very big. So essentially, the last episode, we was talking about the foundation. So can you say that trust is the glue to hold the foundation together? Of course. I think trust is the key thing um, to that. To, like I say, it's the glue. This is true. This is true. I think that um, I want to quote another famous person. A uh, very smart, intelligent man Who? in terms of trust. My man Joel Embiid trusts the process. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you gotta trust Ooh. the process. No, but seriously, you gotta trust the process because it's a long process, man. You done been through the bumpy roads with me. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you know, everything ain't gonna always be peaches and cream. So you gotta trust the process sometimes. When you trust in your heart, you know, you just gotta have faith in God and have faith in your partner. And even when you have faith in your partner, they still gonna make mistakes. Right. You got to have faith that when they make those mistakes that they could try to fix those mistakes. Uh, I mean, yes and no. Because it's like, you know, you have trust in a partner and it just takes, as the saying say, like, it doesn't, it's not that hard to gain someone's trust. But once it's broken, 
it takes a very long time to gain it back. The problem is, though, how much how much of that trust issue is your own mistrust? Like you don't trust the person so bad that you don't trust yourself. No, I think it's all in what you show. I mean, I don't think it ain't got it's what you show me. But that's the thing, though. So once I once we trying to rebuild trust when trust is broken, you have to trust that. I'm going to try my best to get it right this time. You can't sabotage it with your own thoughts, or with your own insecurities. Or, oh, I don't think this person is going to do it. No, stuff I, like I think that. you always, the reason why you're giving them a second chance, because you believe that there is, you know, I want to stop saying it, you know, but I want to, um, you believe there is room or that the person can do it. It is their action that has to show you, though. You can't. So why, why are you making a face? No, no, no. So besides the obvious, of course, cheating, mm-hmm. what are other ways that you can get your trust broken or your trust can be uh, misused, I guess, in a relationship? How, how can I how can I misuse your trust outside of cheating? Because we know cheating is the main one. Cheating, I think, um, because women, we look for security um, in a relationship. So... Not being dependable or being there for me um, in the times that I need you Mm. or, you know, emotionally, those things can break trust as well. Okay. Okay. So what about for the men, though? Do you think that the men need those same types of vice versa? Yeah, I think stages of trust. Yes. Like emotionally when you need us um, and other things like that. Same thing. What I just said, I think is vice versa. Like that time when my pet parakeet Bernard died and you was there for me. No, nigga, ain't no pet. Damn bird. I'm just saying, mama, my bird. Whatever. And then, um, so we did pose a question. So the question of the day was, is it okay to go through your partner's phone? And I, I we got a lot of feedback with For that. For sure we did. Uh, I just want to read uh, a couple. Um, How about you read a couple and I'll read a couple. Let's see okay. if it'll work out like that. So, Seven Figure Sister, shout out to my cousin, Zach. Um, she said, nope, if you are suspects, if you suspect something, then there is a problem in the relationship and y'all need to figure out things. Um, we have just the, everybody, some people just responded, nope, and no, and no, and nope. Um, someone also MD underscore 42 wrote, nope, quickest way to get your feelings hurt. Mm. Um, yeah, that is true. <laughs> Um, and Miss Nina, I really liked her response. She put, no, your spouse has personal relationships with parents, siblings, cousins, friends, etc. They have people they confide in them, sometimes sharing personal information. It's not for your spouse to see. If you suspect something, you have different issues that should be addressed. But to snoop through someone's phone is not the answer. So then that brings us again to a dilemma. So if you snoop through your partner's phone and you see something you shouldn't see, are you wrong? No, but I think the reason why you're snooping through the phone because there's already mistrust. But like two people just said that if you're snooping through the phone, then it's a bigger issue than yeah, you going trust. through the phone. It ain't. It's about but you trust. Still shouldn't. So that's my thing. I think I'm at a point where if I got to go through your phone. I'm going to say something first before I go through your phone. Now, I, I did it before. A cold freaking noodle climbed under the bed like G.I. fucking Joe. Excuse all my F-bombs. 
climbed under the bed like a whole goof troop to go jump in this girl phone and I got caught. I looked like a I just felt like a to, like a chump when she caught me. Like I'm I'm like on my stomach, butt up in the air trying to army crawl across the floor to get to the phone. But why? Because I suspected that she was doing something she wasn't supposed to be doing. The mistrust. But that's the whole thing, though. And that's what I'm saying at this point. And I think I agree with, with your cousin. I agree with Nina that once it gets to the point where you feel like you got to snoop through the phone, you still shouldn't snoop through the phone. You still you should say now that's the time to have a conversation. I don't trust you. I'm to the point where I'm about to look in your phone. OK. And, and, but that that is because. Like everybody else said, especially Lena. Is certain information in there that's just you're not privy to. It's not your business to be in my friend's conversation when I'm saying to my homies. Because when you snooping, you're looking through everything. you damn right. And, and that's true because you don't know who is who and what is what. So it could say Tyrone, but it could be Trina. But I just put Tyrone under the name and, and, and me and her having a spicy conversation. But the problem is, what if it's really Tyrone? My man Tyrone, shout out to my man Freaky Ty. Now, I might be busted up with, with my man Freaky Ty. Now, you see Freaky Ty, you think it's a chick. I really got a homie named Freaky Ty. So then he telling me some personal information about him and his baby mom or something. And now you just seen this information and it wasn't for you to see. That's the problem where that line gets crossed because I understand where you're coming from. I understand the urge for me wanting to go through your phone because I can't trust you. I'm asking you. You're telling me one thing. I think it may still be something else. Mm -hmm. But you have to be mature enough to say, I'm to the point where I'm about to go through your phone. So we really need to talk. So then what happens when I have that conversation? I'm about to go through your phone and then it turns into. If, but that, that's, that's, it's not. If we can't resolve that problem, if we can't resolve the problem, then we have another problem. And it still don't stoop to the level of going through the phone. It's t Again, I'm saying you're respecting other people's privacy. I may be having a conversation with my mom, with my sister, with my homie, with whoever. Those, some of those conversations are private and it's not about me being inappropriate. It's really about certain people's. If I snoop through your phone and your girlfriend is telling you some personal information, that's not for me to see. Even though I know that I understand what you're saying with the intention. The attention is that you're trying to find the information. Mm -hmm. The fact that you think that you got to snoop to this phone, you already found the information. It's already mistrust. But and it also goes back, ladies, I feel like follow your intuition. I First thing they teach you when you take um, an exam for like when I took the exam for social work. Don't second guess yourself. Whatever you feel as though is the answer is the answer. But the other thing is, your mind plays tricks on you because, and I'm quoting you, you avoided the red flags in the beginning. So when you see those red flags and those red flags look similar to this doubt that you have that's making you about to look in this phone, you don't got to be matlocked to know that you didn't solve the case. Right. That's what I'm saying. That original intuition. But that's, so that's what I'm saying to you. So again, you're, so essentially this is the thing. And this is why it's, to me is a double-edged bleed. Because... I'm telling you that you did X, Y, and Z in your phone. You broke my trust. But you broke my trust by going in my personal business. That's Listen, regardless of what I'm doing that's negative in my phone, that's still my now, no. personal. That's where I disagree. But see, the twist of it is so you. the cop out. <laughs> it, it's not the cop out. See, here's the twist. The police can't go through your phone without a subpoena, but your wife can? No. No. Okay, so so in that instance, let's they want some some sauce on this. Okay. 
So there was an instance where I went through James' phone. No, 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 no. I'm, I didn't even go through your phone. It was, we were getting ready to move. And I needed to set up the cable. But you went through my phone. And I had to use his phone to set up the cable. My work phone. Your work phone, yes. Okay. And when I used your work phone to set up the cable, um, I was done setting up the cable. And I set the phone down next to me. And literally, as I set the phone down, a message came up. And it said, I knew the person's name. And it said, come on. No, this is the geese. What's the geese? It said, don't uh, text me. I'm home. That's the geese. Uh, that, so that that, it, that made me pick up the phone to look. Why is this person? <sighs> it wasn't even a regular text me. message. It came through the group me app. So we're going to call a spade a spade. So I had a whole conversation I wasn't supposed to be having on a group me app. Now I'm having a real conversation with my brothers in a group me app. I'm at court for work and I'm not getting good reception on my regular phone. Now, my work phone is an Android to get good reception in the courthouse. So I downloaded the GroupMe app on my work phone. Now, messages and conversations that I had hidden and deleted were gone. Mm -hmm. They were archived or whatever way you put them away in the GroupMe app. Before you could erase them, in the beginning, you really couldn't erase them. You could just put them away. You could hide them or archive them or something so they wouldn't be active conversations. So when you, if now you then went through my regular phone and tried to before, and you never saw these conversations, they wasn't there. So when I downloaded them onto the work phone, conversations that was archived or hidden or however you want to call them, popped back up because this app was new to this phone. This app was new to this phone. It, that was not an active conversation with this person because I wasn't, we weren't talking on that platform. We were straight texting. So I still don't believe that this young lady text you or whatever the situation was. But even still, this is through my work phone. This is through the group me again. Whether that message came up or not, that's not your business what that conversation was. What this person say, I'm home, don't text me. It don't matter what. It could have been my boss. It could have been anybody. But it wasn't. We knew, I knew who it was. So that's why I so even if, But even if she said that, that don't mean anything. But that's not suspicious for her to say, don't text me. She I'm might home. have a jealous boyfriend and we co-workers and we cool. So what? <laughs> Yo, at the end of the day, that was my work phone. Regardless of what came up on the screen, she didn't say, yo, I'm going to suck your dick at nine. She didn't say any of that stuff. Regardless of what you thought was suspicious... Not only was that my work phone, it, it wasn't even my private phone. It was my work phone. That information in there, again, that's other people's information. That's not none of your information, for anything for you to be looking in it. If your work phone ring, I'm not looking in your work phone. So again, with the story, that came up as the message, and which prompted me to look at the phone because... Which you was wrong. No. As I, it prompted me to look at the phone because the person, why would she be texting it? So it made me open it up and then everything was there. And again, I'm still calling geese. I love you to death. I'm still calling geese. I, there's no reason in the world that this person would send me a message on that platform, even with those messages. So I haven't responded to this person previous to that message for months. Because that conversation was silenced. 
So it made no sense for this person to send me a message on that platform. It didn't. And regardless, if you was using my work phone for whatever business we had for the house, once you got done, it don't matter what came up on that phone. You made the decision, just like I made the decision to do something I wasn't supposed to do and have conversations with this person. You made the decision to look into that phone. I mean, it goes to the saying also, was done in the dark comes the light. We could say so. All I of felt those, like that was that was a sign for me to see that. That was not a sign for you to see anything. Why wasn't it, Sherelle? You snooped. We could call it whatever you want. Snooping is not okay. It's really not because again, we've had situations where you look through my phone and then every single situation, who this, what's this, and I'm explaining regular rational conversations, and it still was a problem. Person texted me, sent me a message telling me. Like about stuff about Islam, trying to get me to be back on my dean and be refocused and all this stuff. Why she text you this? Why it looked like the message was deleted? Because we had a conversation, I don't know how long ago, and it was deleted because it was no purpose to keep the message. So when she sent me the new message, it came up how it came up. It wasn't no previous conversation like I cut off the conversation. The conversation was on the up and up, but you still had a problem. Well, why is she reaching out to the DM? Why she won't? Uh, why she ain't send you a message on the post? I think it was something that I post. And then she said something from, from an Islamic perspective about what I posted. And again, that's she showed me respect by correcting something that I did wrong, but doing it in the dark, not trying to put, put me on the platform like, yo, brother, you doing this wrong. She DM me the information like, yo, I think that you shouldn't have did it this way. This is the way you could have did it. Here is the information you need to read about what I'm saying. When she backed up what she was talking about. And it was an up and up conversation, but that's what I'm saying. At that time when me and you was looking through that phone together, you was looking for something. You were looking for more. So that's why I'm saying that when you cross that line, a lot of times you'll see certain things and you'll take it away that is really not. Now, in the first situation you, you mentioned was I was straight up on some nut shit. I was on some shit. I can admit that. But the other situation and some other situations... I really wasn't on no shit, but you was on the witch hunt. You thought you swore it was more. It wasn't more. a witch hunt. It was and, the trust was the trust is gone. And again, that's what I'm saying to you. So here go the twist. Instead of me cheating, if I if I feel like I'm not satisfied with our relationship, right? Instead of me cheating, I have to be adult enough to say, "Me and you need to talk." It's to the point where I think I'm about to cheat. We got to fix whatever our issue is, right? That's what I should do. But why is it that if you to the point where you're about to snoop through my phone, that you don't say we need to talk about this instead of snooping through the phone? Because you're you're not going to tell the truth. That's not that's not a good enough answer. That's not a good enough answer. So because I'm going to say to you, I don't think that if I told you the truth about how I wasn't was feeling or that we I wasn't attracted to you or you wasn't attracted to me or whatever, whatever I might have brought up because that's not that wasn't our case. But I'm saying if I said something to you in terms of that, I, I can't say, well, I did that. I, I, I cheated because I didn't feel like I would be able to talk to you because you don't talk to me. No, that's not a valid answer because that's still my trust. You're going in my phone without my knowledge, because if any if one of your coworkers go through your phone without your knowledge and they see some shit in there, you're going to be upset. Why would you go through my phone without my permission? But you talking about a coworker? I'm it talking about even with your different relationship. It different ain't even. A, it's not a different relationship because this is the whole thing. Me and you are a unit. We're married. You're my wife. I'm your husband, right? 
But we still have our own personal lives. And it's certain personal business. It's certain information about your girlfriends that you don't tell me. Now, okay. granted, it's certain information that you tell me. It's certain information I tell you about my brothers and my friends. But it's of a certain, certain information that I would never tell you because it's not your business to know. So, again, that's why we have our own phones. We don't share a phone for that particular reason. Now, some people may share phones. But at the end of the day, the respect of this is my property is there. Just because you feel like I'm not telling the truth or you feel like because then here's the twist. The problem is that when you do snoop in the phone and you don't find nothing and I don't find out you did, then you done broke my trust and then you lying to me because you're not going to tell me I snooped through your phone and ain't find nothing. It ain't too many females that's going to say that. Right. Once you find something, you going. But that's still not fair because you still went through my phone. You broke my trust. You went behind my back. Anything you do behind a person's back is distrustful. If I do anything behind your back and I don't tell you about it, that's still mistrust. You looking at it in terms of because you find some dirt in the phone. It's still a value of that is my article. Now, here's 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 the here's the B side to that. And for all the listeners out there, listen right now, me and her got the same passcode. She can look through my phone whenever she want to look through my phone. I catch her looking through my phone. I honestly be knowing when she be looking through my phone. But the twist of it is, there's nothing in there. And it's not because I got good at hiding and I got secret apps and all of that shit like that. I'm just not doing nothing. It ain't nothing for you to find. You can look through the pictures. You can look through my phone. You can check my text messages. You can everything. But that's the whole thing. If we working on us and we working on trying to repair the trust, you keep going into the phone is only diving yourself back into the cycle because you're thinking that you're going to find something. You're thinking that you're going to find something. You're thinking that you're going to find something. Because that's your MO. Regardless if that's the MO. we Listen, I understand what you're saying, but if you're trying to move forward with progress, you can't go back with regressing by doing the same behaviors. That's what I'm telling you. I'm not saying that, oh, if a dude cheating... Listen, going through a dude phone continues to show the cycle of distrust. I'm sitting here showing you that I'm trying to be trustworthy. I'm doing all of the X's and O's. And then you're going through my phone. You're going through my phone. You're going through my phone. And it's just like, well, damn, you don't, you don't have no confidence. You ain't giving me the benefit of the doubt that I'm going to try to do better. And no. I'm not talking about me. Why, though? Because we've been through this many times. I'm we, human. <laughs> So at the end of the day, I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying, but I'm also dealing with the same cycle. But we're also adults and you agreed to be here. You agreed to be here. And that's the whole thing. Again, we trying to make progress. Now, again, I'm arguing a point from my standpoint. I still feel firmly that going through the phone is not okay. I don't think that is a cool thing. But at the end of the day, I see that that's something that you adamant about that's going to make you feel comfortable. So I allow you to do that. Because it ain't no, it's nothing for me to hide. I keep trying to explain that to you. The world is listening to us right now. By the way, I'm a passionate person. I'm speaking how I speak. We're not arguing. We're going to probably make some good love after we finish this recording. I love my wife. But at, what'd you say? The KY. So anyway. I'm just arguing my point because I still feel that going through people's phone is not okay. Your partner's phone, I don't think it's okay. But again, I understand that that's something that she may need to heal from what we done done. 
what I've done, the mistake I've made, the mistakes I've made. So if that's what she needs to help her sleep at night, then that's fine. The problem I have is that I feel like when she go through it, it's like she hype herself up. Not, I don't hype myself up. I'm no. not. I feel like you hype yourself up. Like it's it's, it's anxiety because you feel like you're going to find something. I don't think that you going into it. I don't think that you going into it thinking that you're not going to find nothing. Because if you didn't, you wouldn't keep doing it. I just like I said, it's built off the mistrust. But see, that's the whole thing, though. So let me ask you this, then. So how long is it going to go on, then? Uh, there's no time frame. There's nowhere where I'm going to say, you know what? By the 31st of this month, I'm going to stop. I'm, not, I'm talking about years down the line. What's the purpose of still You got to show me with your actions. Sweetie, listen. Listen oh, to what I'm saying. Me. No, listen. Because you talking and you're not listening. We're talking about comprehension. We're talking about communicating. very well. Baby, you're not comprehending. I just said... When I show you, when I show, how long is it going to take once I show you? We talking about years down the line that I showed you the consistency. Because that's the whole thing at the end of the day. You're going to be looking around your shoulder for the next 20 years? I'm not telling you put your feet on like, oh, okay, five years have passed. He's not going to do nothing. But you really, you can't walk around worrying about that. Just like at the end of the day, I done did my situation. You can very well cheat right back on me to get me back. It didn't happen. Girls do it all the time. Some girls that take a nigga back or take a dude back just so they can get him back. This right here could be the whole setup. It yeah, could be. Setup. I'm saying you. <laughs> it could be the whole setup. Yeah, we're going to oh, do the show. We're going to do the show and we're going to act like we're talking about it. And then I'm going to just mess with some other dude. I'm going to mess with his arch enemy and just play the crap out of him. You might. Who knows? At the end of the day, I love you. And I'm righting my wrongs. And even at the end of the day, this ain't no guarantee that this going to work. I pray that it do every day. There's a lot of people, and I told you, it's people who think that I'm not going to make it. It's people that think that I'm going to fail. People that's like, Jay, you're a cool dude. I think you're a good father. I think you try to take care of your family, but all men cheat. So you're, you're not going to be successful in this. So that's like a, a big thing, like all men cheat. I mean, after what has happened to us, I, I started believing it as well. At the end of the day, Women cheat worse. I don't think they cheat worse. I just think they Women probably know cheat. how to hide it better. But y'all cheat just as much as we do. Yeah, because y'all, I feel like y'all just hide. Y'all horrible at hiding. It ain't about horrible at hiding. It's really not about being horrible at hiding. At the end of the day, things happen, things occur. But this whole all men cheat. People in, in this century cheat. Men, women, all different sexes. Uh, whatever you identify with, I think it's funny when females tell me, "Oh, I'm I, I mess with girls now because you men, y'all just be doing too much." But I I know females that's on the other side that cheat too. They worse than us sometimes. So if you can say all so, men yeah, cheat. It's, it's fair people to say cheat. people cheat. People cheat. The side girl gets a trophy these days. Cheating is like oh, it's brushed over, but it's a real thing. And that's, that's why I'm on this platform. That's why I'm here now speaking to the people because I don't think it's okay. I don't want to go down being known as a cheater. I don't want people to see that I fell. I've never been a failure at anything. So the fact that I fell, I have the opportunity to fix it. I'm going to win this time. And that's the whole thing. I do love my wife. I know I could be faithful. So you got to change your mindset. My mindset has already changed. My mindset has already changed. The way that I interact and, and, and handle myself has changed. So did it just change like with 
like I had a conversation with somebody that's close to me. I'm not going to say their name. And we was talking and he said, bro, I was in a room full of women. I mean, it's going down. And I felt lonely than a mug. I felt empty than a mug. I had that point where I was doing stuff just because it was I needed to do something. And I felt empty. Knowing that I felt, knowing that I messed up, knowing that I hurt you, knowing that I damaged my family. I knew that I had to change because this is, listen, at the end of the day, one of the biggest things when my mom passed, my mom passed five years ago, approximately. And one of the biggest things that hurt me when my mom passed was I never, at that time, I didn't feel like, and me and my mom did have a conversation that currently at that time, the things that I was doing that she was proud of me. Okay. And as being the youngest and being a mama's boy, and, and I I was there. So when I did stuff, I got the accolades for doing things like, oh, you graduated. Oh, you did this. Oh, you went straight to college. Oh, you, all of this stuff. I got those accolades and I constantly knew when my mom was proud of me. But as an adult, as I went through my ups and downs and tried to figure my way through this world, it was times where I knew that she was proud of me. But at that current moment, we didn't have that conversation. And I was going through a turning point. So it really messed with me that I wasn't sure that my mom was proud of where I was. Right. And it was a conversation that I had with somebody. And it was just like, of course, everybody said, well, would you like if somebody did that to your mom? My dad did that to my mom. Would you like if somebody did that to your sister? Somebody did that to my sister. Would you like it if somebody did that to your daughter? Somebody did that to my daughter. The problem is it don't hit home unless it hit home. And I really had to sit there and think one of the reasons why I married Sherelle was because she reminded me of my mom. She had an aura of my mother where I knew that this is the person that I wanted to have kids with and start a family with. Right? Okay. So then if you remind me of my mom, my mom is no longer here. Why am I not trying to make sure that you're proud of me? Because I can't make sure my mom proud of me. My mom not here. So if you are the closest equivalent to the most highest amount of love. I love my children, but I love you different. My highest amount of love was my mother. My mother isn't here. So the physical person that takes the highest amount of my love is you. I don't compare the love of my wife and the love of my kids in any way because it's two different types of love. It's another part of the heart in my opinion. Mm-hmm. So again, going back to what I'm saying, you're the highest form of my love. Why am I not out here trying to make sure that you're proud and happy of me every single day? It took for me to realize a lot of the stuff that I was doing was the reason why we was having so much trouble. And so taking it back to the original, it's like, you got to fix you. You got to change things. I know that I did a lot in the relationship, but I didn't give my all. My mom raised me that you give your all and everything. And even if you don't succeed or it don't come out the way that you want, at least you can walk away knowing that you gave your all. You walk away with no regrets and your head held high. I couldn't walk away from this situation knowing that I did not give my very all. When shit got tough between us, I was weak and I went and cheated. So now I got to show you the world myself because I know I could do it, that when it get tough, I'm strong enough to come to you and have that conversation is to that point where I think I'm going to do something. Me and you just not. We missing. We're not on the same page. We having these same problems again. We need to really dig in and talk because I'm not going to do this again. I'm honestly letting you, the world know, everybody know, and I said it to you before, I'm rather leave than cheat again. Because not only do I have you 
to prove something to, to make proud of me. I got my sons. I got three sons. You got sons looking up to you. See I got a daughter doing. looking up to me. Right. And so here go the twist. I done made the mistake. I can't change that. But I can show my children that when you make a mistake, real men own up for their mistakes. And then they change their behavior and do better. And it's funny because even a lot of people may not know that I cheated. Some people may do. A lot of people was like, oh, Jay, man, I never would have thought you was married. But that's what's up. You married. I like seeing you doing the things with the kids. You seem like you're a great husband, blah, 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 all that. That's funny in itself. That's a backhanded compliment, to be honest. Because people was like, I didn't think you would get married. Because I know how I was. I was Jay from GTH. I so was they loose. saw the player in you. The dude, dudes knew. People knew. But again, even when we first started hanging with each other, I changed certain people that I was hanging with. Because I couldn't go out and hang with the single guys and go to the clubs and go to the bars and go to all of that stuff. Now, being honest, that didn't stop me from stepping outside. But it's, it, it derailed me from doing it all the time. And even when I did it, it really wasn't my intention to just out, be out here wilding. I can't honestly say the last five years I was wilding. Agreed. Last five years been wild as hell. Now, as a man, I made mistakes and I made decisions to make certain moves. But again, we got to know that the reality of a lot of things is a lot of things can be on your plate. I lost my mom and dad the same year. You know, dealing with my mom's death was hard. Dealing with my dad's death because his, his death was different because he didn't take care of me. But I had to do what I had to do in that situation. My little brother Charles went missing and he's still missing. Fine, but Pat died. And, and the last situation happened when Pat died. Mikkel died. We got all of this stuff going on. And I was making the wrong decisions dealing with certain things. And that's not to uh, 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 say that anything I did before that was different. A lot of it is coping. I got to like, this is really teaching me from a man standpoint. And ladies and gentlemen, if I'm talking a lot, I'm talking because this is my, this is where I fucked up at. So I'm explaining myself to you, to my wife, to whoever. Every situation, we was watching, uh, what's the show we were just watching? Which one, Mary Jane? Mary Jane. And it was the, what, was the first season? Yeah, we've been watch, binge watching Mary Jane. Binge watching Mary Jane. Well, I have it. He jumped on it. We watching the episode where, I don't know what his name on the show, but James St. Patrick was married. Andre. His name was Andre at on on um not James St. Pat his real name Amari Hardwick. <laughs> Amari Hardwick was playing the character named Andre on being Mary Jane. Mary Jane was messing with him and he was married. In the beginning she didn't know, then right. she found out he was married and she continued to mess with him. He had an argument with his wife about the situation when his wife confronted him about the cheating because Mary Jane told on him. Right. He was saying some stuff. That me and a lot of men say it's crazy because, listen, everybody, listen, if you really want to get a grasp of what some married people go through, I think that was probably one of the realest episodes. I felt my lips moving some certain parts where he was talking because I had some of them same rights keeping it a bean. The difference 
It would make, make other brothers who don't cheat tougher than me, and I can admit that, is that when you go through those issues, because they go through those same issues. And again, we don't always speak about that when people go through their ups and downs. Even the people who go through it and be successful don't really speak about it. But I think they should because when you give that information to your brothers, then they can learn a certain thing. It's weird because, and we're going to talk about this on a future episode, when you get caught cheating, how you get treated from the wife's side, from the person who got cheated on and the person who cheated. I really want to do that episode. We're going to get that to y'all because a lot of people may not feel me, but it's funny how people distance themselves and deal with you when you get jammed up in those situations. Yeah, people really will. From all the way around. Family, everybody. From all the way around. That's that's a weird situation. But that's the whole thing. It's like, it ain't no right way or wrong way to deal with your homies when they're doing something they ain't supposed to do. Because as a man, they got to make their own mistakes. It, you can have a homie that's out here wilding and you like, yo, dog, you should be at home. You shouldn't be doing this. He's still going to do what he want to do. All right, but go back to Mary Jane. You was talking about the Mary Jane. So, but the Mary Jane, John, was, he was really saying a lot of stuff. And no, I, I made my point though. My point was that I related to almost 90, 98% of everything that Andre said that he wasn't getting from his wife. Me and you have been through that part, been through those, those tough times before. But what made me and Andre weak and the brothers who don't cheat strong is that when they went through those times, they was able to have that conversation with their mate, or they was able to try to figure something else out and still be strong enough to not be uh, to, to have better self-control, to not be weak-minded or weak-bodied. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because I, at the end of the day, it become a weakness. You know what I'm saying? If you're not strong enough to overcome that, like, damn, I don't feel like I'm being treated right at home. I don't feel like I'm being treated right in bed. And instead of being man enough and having that... You should vocalize that, it with your yeah, partner. Yeah, have that conversation. And have that dialogue, yes. But then a lot of us don't. But see, that brings me back to my point that we first started with. You can hold me accountable when I knew that it was issues. Because in my head, I'm going to rationalize the wrong that I'm doing by saying that I wasn't getting this. You wasn't doing this. You wasn't doing this, which are all valid points because you may not have been doing that. You may didn't do this or act like this or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they are all still in their own right. Bad things because they could damage the relationship. Right. But I still made the choice to step out and not be strong and deal with it. Right. Absolutely. So. In the future, not saying that we're not going to go through those things again, because relationships and marriages go through rough patches. And so I have to be the adult. I have to be a man and come to you and say to you, X, Y and Z is not working right now. And before I go out here and cheat, let's try to figure this out. And then if we still beating that dead horse and we keep, I keep coming to you and we trying to figure this thing out and we can't figure it out, then I'm going to... Then gonna, it's time to call it a quit. It's time for me to leave without cheating. But why is it that if the reverse is that you think that something is going on, you think that I'm cheating, you think that this, you think that that, can you not say, James, I feel like you're not telling me the truth. I feel like you're being sneaky. You're doing this. We need to talk. We need to fix it. And we try to fix it. We trying to talk about it, but you're still not getting what you need. Why do you got to go to the level of looking through my phone? Because here go the twist. If you look through my phone and you don't find nothing and I find out, then the trust is broken still. On your part, you saying the trust is broken from your side. But, you, but see, but you just, that's the whole thing. Here's the twist. I'm not being smart, but the trust not broken on my side when I cheat. 
I know that I broke your trust. Right. And it's, but the same thing, when I tell you that I'm not cheating and you keep accusing me and then you look through my phone and you don't find nothing and I find out, I'm telling you that you broke my trust. So now you know that my trust is broken. Now I'm going through the cycle. How do I move on past that? Again, trust is trust. How do I move forward? Because now this is something that we may experience because you're still trying to recover from the mistakes I made. You have to work to continue to trust me because we're a work in progress. So you're going to continue to check that phone. You're going to continue to not see nothing. And I'm going to continue to know that you're checking my phone. But where's my trust? Where is, where is the, 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 the compassion for my trust? Trusting that at the end of the day, I'm not a criminal every single day that you got to keep checking up on. That's the whole point. It, I'm not saying it's going to happen today with us because we still early in our rebuilding. But at what point do you finally let up and say, this dude is not cheating? I don't have an answer for that. Again, it's the action and it take time. It ain't going to happen overnight like you said. But that's why I'm saying that I think that you as a woman or me even as a man, because it's not just you as a woman. I could as a man think that you, your phone always ringing. This 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 lady here, and I don't ever answer it. This Absolutely. no, this lady here, <laughs> get calls three o'clock in the morning. I don't get no call at three o'clock in the morning. She get all right. It wasn't three o'clock in the morning that I could clock, but she get the randomest days and time calls. Scam likely. Now I get it. Telemarketers call, but they not calling you nine o'clock on a Sunday. John say scam likely. I now listen. I ain't go on her phone and see how many scam likelies is in there. I didn't go on her phone and look at the number for Scan Likely and call it to see if it's really a nigga. And I don't believe that my wife is doing anything. I really don't. But if you keep seeing Scan Likely on a late Sunday oh evening, my God. no, I'm keeping it a bean. But what and, was and my action? Listen, what was I'm, my previous? No, Has there li- ever been any time before that where I You did some things that somebody didn't think you would do. So let's keep it a bean. So we ain't going to sit there and play this game like you just this sweet little... I uh, didn't say I was. Okay, so you got a side to you. And again, you got a... Oh, you got an evil streak to you. I don't have an evil streak. You got an evil streak to you and you get petty when you petty. Ooh, I, I you can petty. be petty. Yes, I can. What? All I'm held an exalted queen. All held exalted queen petty. For sure. So again, I don't put nothing past you, baby girl. At all. So it could still be. And you might... Listen, you could be a whole G behind the scenes. Call it, yo, nigga, stop calling me all the time. I got the scam. You about to get the spot blown up. Don't act like it ain't never happened. <laughs> Don't act like, listen, it, all of this stuff is accurate. It could be real. But at the end of the day, we all got to understand that if you're going to forgive a person, you have to try to let that situation go. You got to try to grow from it. You got to try to take the positive of it so it could be progression and not get stuck in the past, not get stuck in that, that vicious unhealthy cycle so that you can continue with the regression. And I hear you. And again, like I said, I'm human. I'm a work in progress. And I take what you say and I'm internalizing it and I'm processing it. <laughs> Baha, with the geese. <laughs> and, and, and trying my best to put my best foot forward again. But there is a lot of mistrust. Um, and I, I hope and we're here that it could get better. And I think moving forward, in order to make things better, 
we have to continue to have this dialogue. For sure. And and here you are. I think what do you think is is something um to build? Can you give the people something to help them rebuild um trust in some relationships? So what I'm gonna do because we're coming to the end of the podcast, we're gonna do some extra scenes after this. So it's actually gonna be two parts to episode three. It's not gonna be as long as the first part. Um, but we kind of running out of time on this portion of episode three, and we're just going to go through a couple of benefits of working on trust and a couple of exercises that we know that help uh, people build trust or whatever like that. So definitely kick on the next part so that you can listen to part two of episode three. Thanks for listening. I'll take the podcast, JN. Sherelle. Love y'all. Thanks a lot, y'all.